You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. After identifying your opponent and where the battle happens, now it's time to know the weapons of conflict. Find out how to gear up for battle in this audio message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Now, alam mo na yun, naka-jacket akong, ay, jacket, hindi pa na jacket ito, uh, sweater. Okay, kasi ho, this is my armor para sa lamig. Naiisip po ba ninyo ngayon, na napapansin nyo ba, kaninang umaga, gum- na- mal sobrang lamig. Diba? Hindi ko maintindihan bakit ganito kalamig ngayon. Siguro bahagi na lang ng change ng climate. But anyway, kaya ako nagsuot nito dahil to prepare myself para iba na kasi yung handa sa lamig. Kasi minsan, kapag sobrang lamig, medyo nagiging malilimutin ako. <laughs> Napagpapalit-palit ko. Okay? Now, alam nyo, preparation ay napakahalaga sa atin. Katunayan, dahil sa magnitude ng Yolanda, bagamat preparado ang bansa natin, ang gobyerno natin, pati ang local government ng Tacloban, prepare sila. Pero prepare sila sa ordinaryong bagyong nararanasan na. But they were not prepared with the magnitude of Yolanda. That's why yung preparation nila kapos doon sa uh, usual na, uh, sa naranasan nila sa Yolanda. Dahil nga naman, pinakamalakas nga namang typo na dumating, hindi lang sa Pilipinas, kundi sa buong mundo. So, Lahat sila nagulantang. Kaya marami pong namatay and ang latest na count is more than 6,000 people na huyong namamatay. So, hindi maganda no? dahil sa hindi natin anticipate, hindi tayo nakapaganda, kaya ho marami ang napapahamak. Ganun din po sa buhay natin mga kapatid, lahat ng bagay ho dapat ay pinapagandaan because we know the devil is like a roaring lion looking for someone whom to devour. Amen. And because the enemy would like to devour the believers of the Lord, at all times, we are ready. We are supposed to be ready. Dapat meron din tayong armor na sinusuot po natin para maging handa tayo sa anumang mga labanan ng buhay. Kaya tusot ko, armor ko to sa lamig. Okay? Kung ewan ko kayo kung meron kayong armor sa antok, ano? Pero kung wala ko, may sasadyas ko kayo. May sasadyas ako kayo. Kumuha kayo ng toothpick. O, hatiin nyo sa dalawa. Yung isa lagay nyo sa mata ninyo, isa lagay nyo panukod. Okay? O kaya naman, kung di kayo komportable ron, nasasaktan kayo, kukuha kayo kalamansi, hiwain nyo sa dalawa. Okay? Hatiin nyo, yung isa lagay sa kaliwa, isa lagay sa kanan. Sigurado, pagka dumadalo yung antok, eh, mawawala yan pagka ginamit ninyo. At least, handa kayo. Okay? Suggestion lang naman ho yun. Okay? Tsaka kung talagang gusto nyo matulog, papayaga ko na rin ho kayo, huwag lang kayong ihilig dahil magigising yung katabi nyo. Anyway, so pagiging handa, ang topic po natin is about weapons of conflict. Sabi nyo, weapons of conflict. Yan po ang ating pag-aaralan ngayon at ito po ay makikita natin sa Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 at ito po ay maghahanda sa atin laban sa gawa ng kaaway sa ating buhay. Tumayo po tayong lahat. Dito po sa Ephesians chapter 6, actually po verses 10 to 18 yan. Pero babasahin ko lamang po yung 10 to 2 para nang sa ganun kasi dadaanan naman din natin verse by verse yan up to verse 18. Okay, handa na po ba kayo? Okay. Sabi rito, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 12. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's scheme. For our struggle is not flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Maralangin po tayong lahat. Lord, maraming salamat po, Panginoon, because we know that by the blood of Jesus, we are all protected in the hands of God. Thank you, O God, for your spiritual covering upon all of us. Thank you, Lord God, because we know that in Christ Jesus, we already have the victory. 
Ikaw po ang manguna sa amin ngayon. Pangunahan mo kami sa pag-aaral ng iyong salita. Bigyan mo ng kaliwanagan ng aming kaisipan, Panginoon, sa kapangyarihan ng iyong satong spiritong kubikilos sa aming kalagitnaan. At tinaangkin ko ng tanging pangalan lamang ni Jesus ang maitataas sa aming kalagitnaan. Itong aming dalangin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Amen. Mga po tayong lahat. Okay. Sa talata po na ating binasa, sabi ron, finally, be strong in the Lord. Sabi nyo, be strong in the Lord. Sabi mo sa katami mo, be strong in the Lord. Okay. Ano ba ang ibig sabihin ng be strong in the Lord? Ibig sabihin niyan una, hindi yan be strong in our own selves. Because using our own natural strength, has, it has no match against the works of the enemy. Okay? We just rely on the strength of God. Kaya sinasabi dito, be strong in the Lord. Now, sa mga panahon pong naisulat ito, eh, ini-strengthen ho ang church dahil ng mga nagkakaroon ng mga division, nagkakaroon ng deception ng enemy, kaya hindi nagiging maganda yung relationship. Okay? Kaya po isinulat ito. Sinasabi, be strong in the Lord. Ibig sabihin, huwag kang mayayanig, magpakalakas ka sa Panginoon. Now, at ang sabi pa, and in His mighty power, mayroong kapangyarihan na available na. Okay? Hindi mo nahahanapin pa kung saan-saan. Available na yung kapangyarihan na yun sa bawat isa sa atin. Kung ano yun, higit nating pag-aaralan yan maya't maya. Now, papaano natin para tayo magiging malakas at papaano tayo magkakaroon ng kapangyarihan yun? Ang sabi ron, Put on the full armor of God so, you, so that you can take your stand against the devil's scheme. Sabihin nyo, armor of God. Ilagay daw natin yung baluti ng Panginoon. Okay? Alam ko kung may iba pa ang Tagalog doon. <laughs> Basta, armor of God. <laughs> See, kahit na baluti, hindi nyo rin maintindihan eh. Baka kala nyo yung kinakain, binabasak talaga sa sin. Okay. <laughs> Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand. Sabi nyo, take your stand. Okay? Against the devil's schemes. Ang jablo po ay maraming mga scheme. Sa Tagalog ay mga pakana, mga trap. And it's all in the mind. Ibig sabihin, when the enemy would try to whisper something in your ears, it could be a condemnation, it could be an accusation, or it could be fear, or it could be uh, insecurity. All negative things. Using even our loved ones, our friends, or our surroundings, the enemy whispers that to our ears. At minsan nagpapanggap pa siya na boses natin. Kaya akala mo ikaw yun, pero si Sataras nagpapanggap na boses mo. At we'll try to deceive you. Now, kapag naapektuhan ng iyong kaisipan, maapektuhan ng iyong pananampalataya. And where your faith goes, there your life goes. Kung saan pupunta yung pananampalataya mo, magiging gano'n ang takbo ng buhay mo. Kung ikaw ay may talunan na kaisipan, defeated mindset, magkakaroon ka ng defeated life. You don't expect to have a defeated mindset and have a victorious life. Okay? So, let us put the full armor of God. Ano yung full armor ng Panginoon? Yan po ay isa sa ating pag-aaralan. But first, let me read Ephesians 6 verse, verses 10 to 12. Ang sabi ron, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil. Now, meron tinatawag na spiritual forces of evil. Ano ang opposite nun? Of course, spiritual forces of good. 
ruled by the Son of the living God, the kingdom of God. Now, both are in the heavenly realms. The other name for heavenly realms is, is spiritual realms or spiritual world. Kaya pag sinabing heavenly realms, hindi lamang po yan yung puwersa ng kalangitan. Sa spiritual realm, naghalo ang spiritual forces of evil at saka spiritual forces of good. Andiyan po kayo. Naintindihan po ninyo. Kaya sila yung nasa spiritual, tayo nasa natural o nasa physical world. Nagkikita tayo dahil pare-pare tayong nasa physical world. Okay? Ang mga demonyo at mga anghel, nagkikita rin sila pero sa spiritual world o spiritual realm. Now, yung nangyayari to sa lupa, manifestation lamang ng nangyayari doon sa spiritual. Okay? Spiritual na daigdig sa madalit salita. Now, dapat nating maintindihan na mayroong mga authorities, may mga ranggo-ranggo ang demonyo. May mga demonyong tinatawag na mga uh, authorities o principalities na naka-assign sa bawat bansa o mas maliit sa bawat barangay, sa bawat siyudad at sa bawat tao. Okay? May ranggo-ranggo sila. Okay? In the same way, the kingdom of God, okay? The kingdom of God is ruled by the Son of the living God, the Lord Jesus Christ. At may mga anghel din po yan, may mga ranggo-ranggo rin. Now, ang nagdedetermine, tayo, saan mo i-inclined yung, yung sarili? If you incline yourself, of course, to the kingdom of God, having the full armor of the Lord, of course, you are on the winning side. But the enemy, the only fight that he has is deception. Pag na-deceive ka, na-apekto ng pananampalataya mo, in a way, you are taking side on the forces of evil. Tama ho ba? If the enemy would bring doubt in your minds, then you will really doubt the word of God and you are taking side on the enemy. Kaya nga, maraming issue ang mga nagaganap dahil sa deception ng kaaway. Now, let me go quickly sa 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. Ano ibig sabihin ng be strong in the Lord? Ibig sabihin nun, you then, my son, be strong in the grace. Sabihin nyo, grace. That is in Christ Jesus. Ibig sabihin ng grace, ang kalakasan natin ay libre na nanggagaling sa Diyos, ibinibigay sa mga anak ng Panginoon. Amen. So, ibig sabihin, be strong in the Lord, be strong in the grace. Kapit ka kay Lord, hindi kapit sa sarili mong lakas. O hindi kapit kahit kanino, kundi kapit ka sa Panginoon. Now, anong ibig sabihin ng power doon? Romans 1.8 For I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. First to the Jew, then to the Gentile. Sabihin nyo, power of God. The power of God is the power of the gospel. Ano ba yung ibig sabihin ba power of the gospel? First doon, alam nyo ba kung ibig sabihin ng gospel? Simple lang, huwag natin pahirapan. Okay? The gospel is all about Jesus Christ coming into flesh. He died, rose again from the dead. The power that raised Christ from the dead, ang tawag doon is resurrection power. That's the, res- that's the power of the gospel. Amen? Dahil kung si Jesus namatay lang, hindi siya nabuhay, walang kapangyarihan ng gospel. Actually, there is no gospel at all if Jesus Christ died, pero hindi siya nabuhay. Dahil siya nabuhay, may kapangyarihan. Ang tawag doon, resurrection power. And it's the power also of the Holy Spirit that moves in our lives. Kaya nga, nung tinanggap natin ang Panginoon sa buhay natin, we have that gospel power, the resurrection power of Jesus Christ that we can use against the enemy. So we have, we, we, we have all the equipment that we need. All we have to do is to stand strong. Now, 
Sabi po ng 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4-5, The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Sabihin niyo strongholds. Pinag-aralan natin last time, di ba? Mental strongholds. Di ba? Naglalagay ang enemy sa isipan natin ng strongholds, yung kanyang kakapitan. Okay? Sa buhay natin para i-deceive niya tayo. Now, anong sabi na ng verse 5? We demolish arguments and every pretensions that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Anong ibig sabihin ng strongholds doon? These are the arguments and pretensions. These are the claim of the enemy. Yung mga bulong niya na against the knowledge of God. Kaya we should have the knowledge of God. Because the knowledge of God, kung ibinigay sa atin, the enemy will try to distort it. Okay? So, meron siyang arguments and pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. Now, bilang mga mana ng palataya, ang sabi ron, we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Lahat ng kaisipan okay, ng tao, lalo na kung kaisipang laban sa kaalaman patungkol sa Diyos, ay kailangan mapasailalim kay Kristo. So kung takbo ng iyong kaisipan ay malaswa, dapat ipasailalim yan in obedience to Christ para magkaroon ka ng banal na kaisipan. Tama. Kung mali ang iyong orientation sa buhay, okay? kung mali ang iyong pag-uugali, yung kaisipan na yun dapat ilagay sa ilalim ni Kristo para sumunod sa kalooban ni Kristo. Nakukuha po ninyo. Now, tandaan na natin, yung mga bagay na nararanasan natin, ang ating daw kalaban ay hindi po mga tao, not flesh and blood, but against the spiritual forces of evil. Okay? Halimbawa, nagkaroon ka ng sakit. Okay? The spirit of sickness. You can go against the spirit of sickness because Christ already paid for it. No, kanya ibig sabihin? Nire-refer mo doon sa power of the gospel kasi kasama sa binayaran ni Kristo yung sakit mo. So, meron kang claim. Ito, pinagaling na ako ni Kristo sa mga latay niya eh. Meron kang kinakapitan ngayon na pangako ng Panginoon. Now, minsan yung iba, nakakalungkot, ini-spiritualize lahat ng bagay. Halimbawa, spirit of tooth, eh, come out. Hindi po. Dentist talaga ang katapat niyan. Baka may bulok kang ngipin, huwag mo nang i-review. Kuntak lang dyan sa dentista dyan. Pabunot mo yan, tapos ang laban. Sometimes we have the tendency to spiritualize everything. Spirit of hunger, come out. Hindi, utak sa Jollibee, murder ka chicken joy, tapos yan. Hindi mo kinakailangang mag-rebuke. Are you there? Let us not over-spiritualize everything. Mag-pray do sa lechon, spirit of cholesterol, come out. Tapos sabay banat. Thank you, Lord, for this food. Pinasalamatan mo pala eh. Itanggapin mo rin yung kolesterol. Hindi pwede, come out, kolesterol. In Jesus' name, kahit maghadamag kayo, mag-warfare doon sa lechon. Hmm. Siguraduhin mo lang, pag nagpipray kayo ro, hindi ka nakapikit dahil ubus yan ang mga kasama mo. Okay? Let us not over-spiritualize everything. Okay? Let us have the wisdom. Now, Sabi ng Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13, Therefore, put on the full armor of God. Sabi niyo, full armor of God. Full armor of God. 
so that when the day of evil comes, meaning this is when you are being attacked by the enemy, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, then mommy babanggitin ko po kung ano-ano yung mga weapons na yan. Okay? But we have to remember that in Christ Jesus, we are all sol- soldiers of the living God. Mga sundalo tayo. Tayo yung mga mighty warrior ng Panginoon. Ibig sabihin, makapangyarihang mga ngaway. Mighty warrior. Tama, di ba? Mga aaway. Mandirigma. Ang mandirigma ba yon? Okay. Mighty warrior, mandirigma. Okay. Hindi mga aaway. Bayan. Okay. Maging, kasi kailangan lang natin, we have to stand our ground eh. You know why? Because we are standing on a solid ground if you are in Christ. The enemy will try to remove you from standing your ground. Nakatayo na tayo sa batong matibay kay Kristo. Pero gusto niyo tayong alisin doon. But we have to stand our ground. Paano kung ina-attack na ng kaaway, talaga mapapaatras ka? That's why you have to have the full armor of God. Okay? Paano yun? At kung paano natin gagamitin ngayon, yan ang isa-isahin natin. Okay? Sabi po ng Ephesians 6 verse 14, isa ron ay yung belt of truth. Sabi niyo, belt of truth. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. Now, tinitingnan po ni Pablo ang bawat kristyano na parang isang sundalo at ang kanyang pananaw, hindi naman yung sundalo sa ating panahon dahil wala pa nung mga baril, kundi yung isang Roman soldier. Okay? So sabi niya, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. You know, when we talk about the truth, it's so important that you are standing in the truth. Na nakapalibot sa'yo, nakapalupot sa'yo ay katotohanan. Hindi ka pwedeng lumalaban sa kadiliman and yet ang paamo ay nasa kadiliman din. Pag lumalaban ka sa kadiliman, kinakailangan ikaw ay nasa liwanag. Ang ibig sabihin, dapat ay nasa katotohanan ka. The enemy is the father of all lies. How can you defeat him if you yourself are lying? So you must be on the truth. And the Bible says in John chapter 17, verse 17, Sanctify them by the truth. And your word is truth. Katotohanan ang iyong salita. The question is, are you standing on the word of God? Alam nyo, ang Diablo, kabisado rin ang Word of God, as seen in Luke chapter 4, di ba? Dinisib niya si Jesus, nagkukot siya ng Word of God. Ganun kasi ang enemy, kung hindi kanya makakuha sa kanyang sariling Word, he is going to use the Word of God, pero itutwist niya yan. Okay? Kabisado nga niya ang Biblia from Genesis to Revelation. Kabisado ni Satanas ang Biblia. Pagkatapos kung tayo hindi nagbabasa ng Biblia, mas lalo tayong madidisib. Kabisado niya, katunayan may programa nga siya sa television. Basa! Oh. Your word is truth. Kaya dapat nakatayo ka sa katotohanan. Kung hindi, malilito ka kasi expert siya sa word of God. Itutwist niya eh. Kung si Kristo nga, sinubukan niya, kahit na son of God na, sinubok pa niya eh. tayo pa kaya? Okay? Kaya lumalabas, para tayo nag-iispadahan. Okay. Now, we have to understand as well that Jesus Christ is the truth. Sabi niya, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Now, yung una, binanggit ko that the Word of God is the truth. Ibig sabihin, that's the written Word. Okay? That's the written truth. 
Jesus is the living word, the living truth, the very person of Jesus. Now, you will take notice mamaya as I go along. Nung sinabing, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power, it's all connected to Christ and to the gospel. It's all about Jesus Christ and to the gospel. In the same way here, pinipresent niya yung the word of God is the truth, but at the same time, Jesus Christ is the truth personified. Siya yung katotohanan. That's why when you have Jesus Christ, you are in the truth. Napakalaga mga kapatid na alam natin ang salita ng Panginoon. That's exactly why God is always encouraging us to meditate His Word day and night. Because God can speak to us. Sometimes we are wondering, bakit sa kanila iba? Sabi raw ni Lord sa kanila. Eh, hindi ko naman naririnig si Lord. Minsan ako, naka-attend sa isang, uh, may pinag-pray ako sa negosyo, kasi daw doon marami raw nag-a-appear na multo, so inimbitahan ako. Ewan ko kung mukha rin ako multo, bata ko pinapanapat. Pero inimbitahan ako para pag-pray, kasi may multo raw na lumalabas doon. And then, Suddenly, during our conversation, sabi ng isang Kristiyano, sabi niya, sabi kasi si Lord sa akin, ganyan, paano yung sinasabing sabi ni Lord? Siyempre, yung mga unbelievers, hindi nila alam ibig sabihin nun. Okay? We may not literally hear the voice of God audibly, but when you are meditating the Word, and if you are a believer, you know God is talking to you. Amen? Amen? Hindi mo mararanasan at maiintindihan yung sinasabi ng mga Kristiyano na si Lord nangungusap sa kanila unless you yourself will have the experience of reading and meditating the Word of God. At pag binasa nyo yung Word of God, hindi ho kinakailangan bastang basa parang comics. May comics pa ba kayo? Yan ang mas sinasabi ko eh. Diyaryo na lang. Okay? When you read it, basahin nyo na unti-unti kumakain kayo na hindi minamadali yung pagkain, dahan-dahan, nginunguya para kuha mo yung sustansya. Because if you slowly meditate on the Word of God, that's when you hear the Holy Spirit would speak to you. Because there is the component of the Holy Spirit that while you are reading the Word, the Holy Spirit is directing you to what the message of God is telling you. God speaks to us even today. Do you agree? It may not be audibly, but deep inside our inner being. God speaks to us. That's why mayroong mga tao pagkatapos nilang mag-meditate, ang saya-saya nila. Ang saya-saya. Di ba? Kasi nangusap si Lord sa kanila. Pero yung mga hindi, buong maghapon nila, mess up. Puro wala sa mood. Why? They were not ministered by the Word of God. It's nice to be always standing in the truth, even in this decision-making that you do. You seek the revelation, the truth of God. Amen? Now, the second one is the breastplate of righteousness. Sabi niyo, breastplate of righteousness. Sabi ng verse 14, with the breastplate of righteousness in place. Of course, saan ba nilalagay ang breastplate? Di dito sa dibdib. Tama? Ano ang pinoproteksyonan ng breastplate? Ha? Heart. Okay, puso. Bakit? Because ang puso natin, that's the center of our being. Ayaw ng Lord na maapektuhan yung ating puso, madumihan ng kaaway, maatake niya, yung ating puso. Marami siyang bagay na pwedeng gawin to deceive, to deceive us. That's why we need to put the breastplate of righteousness. Ibig sabihin, dapat binabantayan natin yung ating puso at huwag tayong magpalinlang sa kaway na pumunta sa kasalanan. Dahil kapag pumunta ka sa kasalanan, tinanggal mo yung breastplate of righteousness mo, ibig sabihin, open ka sa atak ng enemy. We are always, we as believers of the Lord, as long as you walk in righteousness, we are under the protection of the Lord. But if you get out of that righteousness, doon ka lalong nagiging subject sa atak ng kaaway. Now, 
there's what we call, in the breastplate of righteousness, meron tayong tinatawag na fruit of righteousness at saka yung gift of righteousness. Now, unahin po natin yung gift of righteousness. Sabi ng Romans 5.17, For it by the trespass of the one, the one man, that reigned through that one man, si Adam yun, okay? How much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? Now, ano ibig sabihin ng gift of righteousness? You see there also the word grace. Just the same. Gift of righteousness is a grace that comes from the Lord. Hindi mo binayaran yun, pinaghirapan yun. Si Jesus ang nagbayad doon sa krus. Tapos, nung nanalo siya, ibinigay niya sa atin yung gift of righteousness. Anong ibig sabihin nun? Ibig sabihin, nung nagsimula kang lumapit kay Kristo at nagkumpisan lang yung kasalanan, ginawa ka niyang righteous sa iyong harapan, sa kanyang harapan. Kinuha niya yung kasalanan mo, ang ibinigay niya yung kanyang righteousness. So that every time you pray, ang makikita ng Ama is the righteousness of His only begotten Son in you, not your own righteousness. Because we don't have righteousness of our own. Because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Amen? Now, so you give the righteousness, libre yan, biyaya, ibinigay sa atin ng Panginoon. So right now, we have the gift of righteousness dahil pinatawad tayo. Sino rito mga pinatawad ng Panginoon? So ibig sabihin, nagkasala kayo, kaya kayo pinatawad. Amen? Hindi pwedeng patawarin ka ng walang kasalanan. Lahat tayo nagkasala, pinatawad tayo. Now we are righteous. That's what you call the gift of righteousness. That's grace. Now, meron man tinatawag na fruit of righteousness. Masahin po natin, Philippians 1, 9-11. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. So may participation ka na. Okay? Ikaw na magdi-discern para alam mo kung lalakaran mo yung landas na yon o hindi. Why? Filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Anong ibig sabihin ng fruit of righteousness? We have received the gift. Now, let us walk in righteousness. That's the fruit. Yun yung bunga. Yung mga nakalipas mong nakasalanan, pinatawad na, you are now righteous. Now, start living a blameless life, that is now the fruit of righteousness in you. Bunga. Nakapunin yung ibig sabihin? Bunga yun ang inyong personal relationship kay Christ. Na dati-dati ini-enjoy mo ang kasalanan, pero ngayon hindi mo na enjoy ng kasalanan. That is bunga. Namumunga na yung ginawa ni Kristo sa buhay mo. Namumunga na yung ginawa mong pagpapakumbaba sa Kanya. Amen? So, now God is beginning to change you. Dati mahilig, dati babaero ka, naglalakad ka na sa mundo kita, puro babae na sa isipan mo. Pero may binago ka na na pa, hindi ka na babaero. Lalakero. <laughs> joke lang, joke lang. Okay. So meron ng fruit of righteousness, nagkakaroon ng pagbabago, kaya nagkakaroon tinatawag na transformation. Nagkaroon na ng bunga, yung itinanim sa'yo na righteousness, nagkaroon na ng bunga. Of course, ano ang Anong bunga ng anong bunga ng righteousness? Di righteousness din. Ang mangga, buto ng bangga nagtanim ka. Anong magiging aanihin mo? Of course hindi ka matis. Mangga din. Di ba? So si Lord ang unang nagtanim ng righteousness by cleansing all of our sins and then magsisimula kang mamunga, you will now walk in the path of righteousness. That's what you call the fruit of righteousness. Yun yung matibay na ebidensya na may butong na itanim sa iyo. 
Naniniwala ba kayo ng isang puno bunga yan, ng isang butong na itanim? Yeah. Bunga na yan. Kaya ngayon may pagbabago ang buhay dahil may itinanim sa yung buto at yung mabuting gawa mo ngayon, katibayan niya na minsan sa buhay mo, may itinanim na magandang buto sa iyo. And that is the, the, the gift of righteousness. Now we have the fruit of righteousness. So important po na, wear natin yung breastplate of righteousness. Why? Because the devil will try to hit your heart. Ang hirap po manalangin sa Diyos kung alam mo ikaw ay may kasalanan. You have to really repent first before you can ask for anything. Lord, payamanin mo ka. Eh, nasa kasalanan ka. Papano? The enemy can just easily accuse you. How can you ask something from God and yet nabubuhay ka sa kasalanan? Hindi pwedeng nabubuhay ka sa kasalanan and yet you are claiming a victorious life. Tinitignan lang Diyos ang puso natin. Remember this, God always looks at the heart. So we need to put the breastplate of righteousness. Don't allow the enemy to bring you to temptation. Amen? Next is what you call the gospel of peace. Sabi nyo, gospel of peace. And with your feet, feeted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Okay, ano ba yung sandalias na yan na nakikita natin dyan? It represents the readiness for us to go and preach the gospel. Kapag ka ikaw ay aalis ng bahay, hindi ka aalis ng yakayapak. Anong gagawin mo? Magsusot ka ng sapatos, magsusot ka ng sandalias, ibig sabihin, ready ka na na lumabas. Tama? Ang tanong doon, ready na ba kayo? Naibahayag ang gospel of peace. Ano ibig sabihin ng gospel? Again, it talks about the death and resurrection of Christ that gave us salvation. Ano ibig sabihin ng peace? Ang peace is because ang tao at ang Diyos ay dating magkahiwalay dahil sa kasalanan. May enmity, may pag-aaway. Dahil tayo ay nagkasala, malayo tayo sa Diyos. But sa pamamagitan ng Kristo, nagkaroon ng kapayapaan ang tao sa Diyos. Amen? Na-reconcile tayo ng sabi ng peace. Okay? Now, this is the gospel of peace, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of our salvation. Ang question doon, nakasuot ba lagi sa atin yun pag lumalabas tayo ng bahay? Ang question, kapag pumunta ka sa kamag-alak mo, nakasuot ba yun? Pagkausap mo yung kaibigan mo, nagpapakounsel sa'yo, nakasuot ba yung gospel of peace so that anytime you can share the word of God? Minsan, iniiwan nyo sa bahay, nakatapak kayo. Okay? Hindi nyo sinusuot. Do you know that we are in battle against the souls of our loved ones? For them to be in the kingdom of God while the enemy would like them to be in the kingdom of the devil? Nung ako po'y bagong naborn again, wala akong burden pa na yung family ko makakilala sa Panginoon. Nakakinig ako ng message about hell. I was motivated to pray and bring my family to the Lord Jesus Christ. But I was not prepared. And so God, little by little, as I went being discipled, I became prepared. Naintindihan ko ang gospel, naintindihan ko paano maligtas ang isang tao. Then I equip myself. Then on God's perfect time, I started sharing the word of God to the members of my family. Of course, the first is puro rejection ang inabot ko. But I would like to let you know that my entire family now is born again. My parents and my brothers and sisters, apat kami magkakapatid. Lahat sila po ay naborn again. Yung isa pa ay pastor sa Kaloocan. Now, bakit? Because God somehow has prepared me to wear the gospel of peace. Nakakatuwa ho, meron tayong isang kapatid doon sa 9 o'clock service isa po siyang intercessor natin. Nagkaroon sila ng reunion noong December 25. Nakausap nila yung kanilang hipag, sinira nila ng word of God without them knowing na mayroong pong sakit na dinaramdam ito. Then suddenly, 
pagdating ko ng January na matay yung babae na yun na, kanyang, na kanilang hipag. Tuwan-tuwa sila sa Panginoon dahil, hindi dahil sa namatay. <laughs> Baka ma-misinterpret, nililiwanag ko lang. Natutuwa sila dahil nakahabol, yung tinatawag na saved by the bell. Na bago yung isang tao ngayon, mawala sa mundong ibabaw, tumanggap siya kay, kay Lord, tinanggap niya siya sa kanyang puso. So we know that she is in heaven. So yung po yung kainaman, why? Because they made it part of their lives. Na everyone na makakausap nilang mahal nila sa buhay, share nila si Jesus. They took upon that responsibility upon their shoulders na ishare ang gospel ni Jesus kahit sa kanilang mga mahal sa buhay, especially relatives. And so, nahabol yun. Papahano kaya kung hindi nakakilala sa Panginoon at inabutan ng kamatayan? Tandaan ninyo, ang kamatayan ay naka-appoint sa atin yan. It is appointed to all men to die once, immediately the judgment. Only once. Not twice, but once. Lahat tayo mamamatay. But the question ninyo, mga mahal ba natin sa buhay, ready sila pag dumating yung sandali na yun. Mga kapatid, let us take the challenge. So, ito natin. Yan ang puntong kulin natin eh. Ang sabi po ng Isaiah 52 verse 7, How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news. This, that's the gospel. Who proclaim peace. Who bring good tidings. Who proclaim salvation. Who say to Zion, your God reigns. Mga kapatid, tingnan nyo yung mga paanin nyo sa oras na ito. Nakasuot ba kayo ng sandalias? Hindi yung sandalias na suot nyo ngayon. Kundi yung sandalias na galing sa Panginoon. Amen? Next is the shield of faith. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all flaming arrows of the evil one. Para saan ang shield? Pananggayan sa mga fiery darts ng enemy. The enemy may bring doubt, insecurity, accusation against you. You can use that shield, you can use your faith to shield yourself. Why? In what way? Okay. For example, the enemy will bring doubt. If you know the Word of God, you will stand in your faith. Pag may sakit ka, the enemy will tell you, yan ay kamamatay mo, wala ka ng pag-asa. But you will stand. No, the Word of God says, by His words, I am healed. I'm already healed in Christ Jesus. Christ paid it on the cross. You are standing your ground. You are resisting the works of the enemy. You are not allowing the enemy to hit you back or to hit, to hit you. Minsan maglalagay siya ng insecurity. Alam nyo, ito, tandaan ninyo. Minsan, sa buhay natin, ang pinakamasakit na mga salita, yung mga nanggagaling sa mga nasa authority. Ano ibig sabihin nun? Tatay mo, nanay mo. Yung boss mo. Okay? Yung principal. Yung presidente ng kumpanya. Yung supervisor mo, yung manager mo. Yung mga salita nila, very powerful yan, lalo na kung condemning. Ang tamad-tamad mo talaga. Wala ka talagang silbi. Wala ka ng ginawang mabuti sa kumpanya na ito. Wala ka talagang pag-asa, hindi ka, babagsa ka. Very condemning, very, very, very powerful yan. And if you are just receiving all of this, makikita mo wala ka ng significance sa mundong ito. Nakaranas na ba kayo makatanggap ng mga ganun? Lalo na, Kung ang asawa mo unbeliever at ang asawa mo ganun magsalita. Andiyan po kayo? Lahat ng sasabi, tanggap ka ng tanggap. You are not even resisting it. But if you have the faith in God, you can all resist it. I find my significance in God. I am more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. I am victorious. I am designed for greatness. God created me fearfully and wonderfully. Sasaluhin mong lahat ng yun. Andiyan po ba kayo? Sasaligin mong lahat ng bagay na yun. Hindi makaka-penetrate sa'yo. It will not put you down. Why? 
Paano mo malalaman kung nakapenetrate sa iyon? Because you keep on meditating on it. Naku, wala na akong pag-asa. Naku, hindi ako mapopromote. Naku, hindi ko kaya tong trabaho binigay sa akin ng boss ko. Talagang wala akong silbi. Once you start meditating on the bad things na inilagay ng kaaway sa iyo, minsan, kita mo, doon na pumupunta yung direksyon ng buhay mo. Because kung anong lagay ng kaaway sa isipan mo, magiging dikta ng pananampalataya mo pag tinanggap mo at magiging kahihinat na ng buhay mo. Don't allow the enemy use your shield of faith. Amen. Stand strong in your faith. Sabi ng Colossians 2 verse 4 and 5, I tell you this, so that no one may deceive you by fine-sounding arguments. For though I am absent from you in body, I am present with you in spirit and delight to see how disciplined you are and how firm your faith in Christ is. We have to be firm in our faith in Christ. Amen? Don't allow the enemy to deceive you. The next is the helmet of salvation. Saan ho nilalagay ang helmet? Of course, hindi sa balikat. Okay? Sa mga nagmumotor, ang helmet hindi ho nilalagay sa braso. Okay? Ang helmet nilalagay sa ulo. Bakit? To protect your head. As sabi ng Ephesians 6.17, Take the helmet of salvation. Dahil nandiyan yung isipan mo, sabi nga natin the last time, the battle is in the mind. So, nilalagay yan. Pag ikaw ay nakikipagsandata, yan isa sa hihit ng kaaway. Okay? Now, sabi ng Acts chapter 4, verse 11 to 12, Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, but for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Now, tatanungin ko po kayo. Kayo ho ba iligtas na? Sigurado kayo? Oo. Oh, talaga? Bakit? Oh, tayo, may banasagot ninyo. Di ba? You have to be assured of your salvation. Papaano? Of course, naiintindihan mo. Papaano ba maligtas? E kung may magtanong sa yung bigla, kapwa mo empleyado, kapit pa mo, papaano ba maligtas? Dumalo ka sa victory, ligtas ka na. Patay! Are you assured of your salvation? You must be standing with the truth. Our salvation comes from our, our Lord Jesus Christ. For as many as those who receive Him, to them gave He the power, the rights to become children of God, even to those who believe on His name. 1 John 1.12 or John 1.12 At nakasabi ng Acts 4.12, di ba? Salvation is found in no one else. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. So when you accept Christ, you already have your salvation whether you believe it or not. Amen? So in Christ alone, not our good works, good works natin, eh, bunga na yan eh. Yan yung fruit of righteousness. Bunga na lang. Pero ang pinakamainam doon, yung merong itinanim sa'yo. And that is Jesus Christ Himself. He is our salvation. Pag hindi ka sigurado sa salvation mo, you can easily be twisted by the enemy. Makarinig ka lang ng ibang doktrina, nako, swayed ka na. May magbigay lang sa'yo ng agimat, nako, pag itong agimat na ito, uh, nasa sa'yo, aabuling ka ng lahat ng babae. Alam nyo, yung lahi namin, mahilig yung ganyan mga agi-agimat. Sabi yung pagkamahal na araw daw, alam nyo, Mag, yung, yung pupo ng manok, patuyuin daw, tapos kung sino rin kursunada mong babae, ipahid mo. Hahabulin ka raw. Totoo nga. Talagang kahit sinong lagyan mo, hahabulin ka talaga. Para patayin. 
kayo magpapaniwala kung ano-ano mga agi-agihimat. Hindi natin kailangan agihimat because we already have power in Christ. Amen. Come on. Praise God. And then, the only offensive weapon, the sword of the Spirit. Yung kanina puro defensive. Ito offensive. And the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Ano ba, paano ba nagiging sandata ito? Tignan po natin sa Hebrews 4.12. For the Word of God is alive and active. So alive ha? and active. Sharper than any two-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Now, bakit double-edged? Kasi yung unang edge, laban kay satanas, laban sa mga demonyo. Ha? Okay? You hit the enemy. Palagay nyo, yung isang blade, yung isang edge, kanino yun? Ha? Para sa'yo. Para sa atin. Why? Dahil marami si Lord tatabasin sa atin. Di ba? Ito ba yung halaman? Para mas marami pang dahon niya, tatabasin mo yung mga dilaw na dahon. Prinsipulo yan sa planting. Para mas lalo pang yayabong siya. Alam ba ninyo, sa buhay natin, maraming tatabasin si Lord. Huwag nagbabasa ka ng salita ng Panginoon. Pag nakita mo, ako masakit. Oh, Jesus name! Huwag <laughs> kang mga nga, oh, Jesus name! Namimili ka ng revelation ni Lord. Hayaan mo, hayaan mo na tabasin ka ni Lord. Dahil maraming tatabasin sa buhay natin. ba? O pag sabi ka lang, mapagpasensya tayo, eh wala kang pasensya, kagagalit mo lang. Aray! Parang iniiwasan mo. But, totoo mga kapatid, the Word of God's intention is para tayo hubugin din ng Panginoon. While the other one we use against the works of the enemy, against all of his deception, yung isayo para sa atin. Lord, revive me. Renew me according to your Word. So we allow the Lord to change our hearts because that the Word of God is so liberating. Now, ramagtandaan po natin may thoughts and attitudes ang ating puso na hindi sa Diyos. Nakuha natin yan sa maaaring masamang karanasan, maling paraan ng pagpapalaki, sa maling doktrina, maling paniniwala, mga pamahiin, mga haka-haka. Subalit ang lahat ng yan ay mariresolba sa pamamagitan ng salita ng Panginoon. And the last is the praise for us to pray in the Spirit. The way by which we can employ or harness the six weapons is by us entering into the spirit of prayer. We get our energy source from God through prayer, and then we employ the six weapons through prayer. You declare your faith in prayer. You seek God for forgiveness to have the righteousness. Okay? You, have, you will confess your salvation in true prayer. Lahat yun, you employ everything through prayer. Because in a way, alam nyo mga kapatid, lahat tayong mananampalaya, we are supposed to be spiritual warriors of God. We are intercessory warriors of the Lord and God is expecting us to use all of these weapons. Sabi, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions, sabi ng verse 18, with all kinds of prayers and requests, with this in mind, be alert, and always keep on praying for all the saints. Ang kapangyarihan po ng panalangin ay hindi natin pwedeng tawaran. Sabi ng James 5:15 to 16, and the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other 
so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Sabi nyo, powerful and effective. Sino ang righteous people of God? We are the righteous people of God. Not by our own good works, but what Jesus Christ did on us. Sabi ng Romans 13, verse 12 to 14, The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Sabi natin, armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. Bakit po sinabi rito, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ? Kala ko ba, put, put the, full, the full armor of the Lord. Pero sabi rito, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. It is because the full armor of the Lord are all related to Jesus Christ in His gospel. When you talk about the belt of truth, Jesus Christ is the truth personified. When you talk about the breastplate, Jesus Christ is the breastplate, is our righteousness. When you talk about the gospel of peace, Jesus Christ Himself is the, is, is the gospel that we have and He is the source of our peace. He is the Prince of Peace. When we talk about the shield. Remember this. 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ took upon Himself the punishment that we are supposed to take. Siya ang kumover sa atin. Siya ang namatay imbis tayo. When you talk about the helmet of our salvation, Jesus is our salvation. And Jesus Christ is the living Word of God. And we can employ all of these weapons when we enter into prayer. 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. The one who does what is sinful is of the devil because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. The Son of God appeared so he could destroy the devil's work. The same power, when we clothe ourselves with the Son of God, when we clothe ourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ, we clothe ourselves with the full armor of God and the intention is to destroy the devil's work. Amen? Now, we fight not for our victory, but for what Christ has already won for us. Tayo po ay nakikipaglaban, hindi para magtagumpay. Nakikipaglaban tayo dahil dati na tayong matagumpay sa pamamagitan ni Heso Kristo. That's why we just have to stand our ground. We hope you were encouraged by that message. Spiritual battles occur in our day-to-day lives. Experience victory over these challenges together with other believers through a regular victory group. To join, simply visit our concierge or our website at www.victoryalabang.org. Thank you and stay connected.